Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 646- Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is Renetta, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and my co-host Ella is online as well. Hello, Ella. Hello. Good evening tonight. God bless you. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm blessed, girl. I'm blessed. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want to once again welcome everybody. Today is August the 22nd, 2015, and uh, we're about to send the children back to school. As a matter of fact, some states, the children went back to school this week. Some of my um, cousin's children went back to school this week. And uh, some some of them will be going back ne- uh, Monday, and my son doesn't go back to school until September the eighth. <laughs> so, uh, but the children are getting ready to go back to school, and please cover your children in prayer and thanksgiving because they need to be covered. If you're sending them out of your house to go to a public school or a private school or whatever kind of school, cover your children in prayer. And make sure you know what's going on in the schools that they go to when they come home. Well, we're not going to um, dilly-dally tonight. We're going to jump right in. Sister Ella's going to take over tonight. And I'll let her tell you uh, what she's going to talk about. And we'll be here to uh, 
to help. God bless. And call a friend to join us tonight. Well, praise God. And hello, radio audience. It is wonderful to be with you tonight. And uh, we're going to talk about something that is is so familiar to everybody. Uh, The Lord has laid on my heart the love for God and the loving kindness of God himself. Uh, What is love and what is love about? You know, love is in the scriptures so many times, and everybody has a definition of love. Amen? And uh, for some reason, whatever God knows, I certainly don't, the results of love. We're going to talk about the results of love. And, and uh, we'll just see where it goes, okay? Amen. What is love? You know, we think about love. Love is is emotion. Love is kind. Love is Forgiving, but most of all, God is love. Amen. And, Amen. Uh, as we think about God being love, and we are strongly urged to love one another. And when I think about what love is. We're looking for the results. Amen. Whatever we do when we're cooking, when we're, whatever we're doing, cutting the grass, we are looking for results. The result is what, why we do what we do. I just moved away from house that I stayed with my daughter for quite a few years, and I had this passion when I would look out the window when I'm uh, washing dishes, I want to see my neighbor's grass looking pretty, and my neighbor was, he had worked, he worked a very different shift, and so he would come home from work. And he would grab him a bite to eat and go straight to bed. And he would be so tired most of the time, I would just jokingly say something about the grass. He said, I don't care. I'm tired. So because I wanted to see the results of when I looked out that window, I wanted it to look nice. I wanted, there's a certain expectation I had when I looked out that window. And so I I started cutting his grass. When I would cut ours, I'd cut his. And uh, he would come out at first and he'd be, well, thank you. Did you do this? And then it got to the point where she she knew that I was, he knew that I was doing this. 
And he would, he was a very nice man anyway. But what I'm getting at is there is a motive behind we do. Is it for us or is it for somebody else what we do? And loving God, for, you know, the scripture said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy might, with all thy soul. Well, and that's a lot of loving. Amen? What do you think about loving God Amen. like that? How do, we, how do we get that whole concept wrapped around our mind and it becomes our reality? What is the motivation behind that? The motivation behind me cutting his grass was because I wanted to look out there and see how pretty it was. I mean, we had warehouses and all this stuff on the other side of the street. But when I looked out, I didn't want to be annoyed by that ugly buildings. Because there was a result that I wanted. Since I had to stand over that sink and wash dishes, I wanted to feel good. And why Why did the scripture say, why did, was God motivated for us to love him? What was what is his motive? What is the benefit in it, Sister, Sister Renata? Give me some benefits in why we should love God. The benefits in why we should love God. Yes, ma'am. Oh my God, it's life transforming. Loving mm-hmm. God. You can't love God without first, you know. Uh, Seeking him and and looking into, you know, well, what is this God all about? What is God? Who is God? And as you begin to open, you have to open yourself up in order to love God because we're so conditioned, like you said, for other motives. You know, we Mm -hmm. we grow up in life starting off as infants crying. Why? Because it's all about me. And so then, but to love God, that means I got to look outside of me and turn my focus and attention towards something else. Hmm. So loving God causes me to get to know God. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's life transforming. Amen. Amen. To love God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our might, our soul from a place deep inside of us. God wants a very, very special. You don't want a superficial love. (laughs) He doesn't want that love that you know how little kids are, come in, give you a hug and a kiss, and then, can I have so-and-so-and-so? Oh, yeah, you can have it, honey. And they could have had it anyway. But love is something that you do. Love is kind. Love is is so many attributes. I went looking for, for the characteristics of love. And God is love. Now... If love comes from God and he says for us to love him, so when you think about this paradigm, 
to love the Lord our God with all of our heart. But he said, with loving kindness have I drawn you with my love. He's drawn us. For God is love. Now, it seems like a very simple, superficial topic here we're talking about if if you're Christian. But the attributes of love, the results of love, it's something that we do. It's something that we're rewarded with. It's something that we're commanded to do. It, it's also something that we benefit from. Amen. We benefit from loving God. Like looking out that window because I wanted the result of their yard looking like it was looking was for my benefit. And as we love God, it's for his benefit. Uh. It is it is such an amazing re- reality that God is, uh, is has been dealing with me about. We we say we love. There's that agape love. There's that that love that oh I love my neighbor. The scripture said, "Love thy neighbor as thyself." Now that is shoot. We're gonna get back to that later, but remember that: love thy neighbor as thyself. Because we're gonna talk to a deep point of love. Okay. Uh, but just children playing and. Kids you grow up grow up in school with, you know, and you see them, oh, my God, I, I went to a, a community picnic, something that we do every year in our neighborhood, and I saw my high school, 10th grade English, no, Spanish, uh, we were, we were what they call, Study buddies like anyway. Yes. This was from my Spanish class. I heard their wow. days, and I looked. I said, "Oh my God, this has got to be from Mrs. Claus's Spanish class." I looked up, and there, my my buddy was, and that was the name that she called me, which means green. That was my last name. My maiden name was Green. And uh we couldn't we couldn't call each other by anything but Spanish all the time. When we feel a tug from God Quiet as it's kept, we feel more tugs from God, from his love, than we do from his wrath. We just pay Amen. attention more to the, to the wrath. Amen. Amen. And jump in here of anything that uh, you want to elaborate mm-hmm. on, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, loving God 
for our sake. You know, the kid come in and ask for whatever. Can I have that banana? Can I have this? Can I have that? It is for his sake that he's asking. But God wants us to ask for our sake. Just like the kid asked, God wants us to ask him for his loving kindness. Show me how to love you, Lord. I do not know how to love you. When we have a romance buddy, young, we're getting ready thinking about marriage, what kind of companion you need. thing we want to do is find somebody that we can fall in love with. Uh, while there's a whole lot of other attributes that go along with that that marriage love, some good and some bad. We get a we get a little bit of all of it. Mm-hmm. But the result of that love causes us to make a commitment. We make a vow to each other. In the name of love to us. He has made Uh, a vow uh, to take care of us. Hallelujah. And the thing that he desires the most is that we just first thing recognize it. When the when the couples start looking at each other, uh that we cross the desk from each other in college or wherever they're set. There is an a magnetism that is more than just, hey, how you doing? There is an emotion that goes with that. That is emotion that kindles an emotion in me. When we see God's love, when we experience God's love, there Amen. is an emotion that comes alive inside of us. His love carries a profound impact that causes us to first want to love him. First thing we love him Amen. for, loving ourselves. What's in it for me? And we go through the whole romance thing, you know, and... Uh, going out and having a whatever it is that we have, and just to keep smiling at each other. It's the courting thing. God courts us with his love, the kindnesses of God. God gives us so many kindnesses. It is the love of himself that he expresses. We ask God for things. Lord, I remember my grandmother. I sure would like to bake a cake today, but I don't have any milk. Lord, I need some milk. That day, when the milkman ran, 
Milkman used to come and drop off the bottles of milk on the porch. Yes. He would come by and he would say, well, Miss Mary, I got a bottle here that the, the, the top came off. It's good, but I can't deliver this because it's not according to standard. Remember, that's a good word, according to standard. And so I want to, can you use this? And there it is, the answer to her prayer, because she had this desire, and because God loved us, he said, I will give you the desire of your heart. Now, that bottle of milk, that quart of milk was a small thing. But let's look at the paradigm of how God's love works. He said, I will give you the desire of your heart. Let's think about where that desire came from. She wasn't, Grandma wasn't thinking about all she wanted to do that day, or she would have had one of the boys get milk before they went on their on the school or went on their job. But God creates situations that we become intimate with him and mm-hmm. to the point that we know that it is him. Amen. Now, she didn't have a desire for that milk the day before. She could have asked the boys before they went to work, went to school, She didn't have the desire. God gave her the desire so that he could express his love for her by speaking to this man. And whatever reason, however that milk the the top got placed, so that he could manifest himself in you and I. As we listen to where the thing that we want, we want what we want, right? Yeah. Many of those wants come from God. Yes. We listen carefully about what it is that we want. God loves us so much that he puts the desire inside of us. And there's a desire for the hunger and thirst after his righteousness that goes with his love. That love that is everlasting, that love that is kind, that love that's not puffed up, that love that not uh, raise itself up against my sister, my brother. God's love. And it is his desire that we love above all things to love one another. And loving one another, we show forth God in the earth. Yes. We we show that God causes the love will cause you to do what you don't want to do. That's that compelling love, that love that we all can change this planet by loving God, because it's his desire that he puts inside of us 
that causes us to love him. And in doing so, he loves us and causes that love that's inside of us that comes from him, and he loves mankind through us. Amen. And we get the benefit. When you show love and kindness to your neighbor, your neighbor is affected by that love. Well, that's a nice mm-hmm. person over there. You know what I was doing? When I just came in the house, and uh, the neighbor called me over and, and asked me, did I want these oranges because she didn't want them to go bad? Mm-hmm. And she wanted the children to have them. There are so many things that have happened to you and I in our lives. It's because God wanted to manifest his love for you and I. And the kids run in the house say, oh, this boy had lunch, had an orange in his lunch, and it smelled so good. Oh, Daddy, Mama, you brought me, you brought me an orange. Having no idea. Mm, mm, mm. God cares about the smallest thing. And he will do whatever it takes to get our attention, to get our affection. Looking unto him. It is so necessary that we consciously and deliberately love God with everything that's in us. Because it's him. For it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Yeah. And let me say it again. Let me say that again. <laughs> it's God. It's God. Okay? Inside you. Mm-hmm. Mm. That causes you. Want to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to do stuff when you want to. Amen. It's a challenge when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But God, in his uniqueness, has this intimacy that he has created that we open ourselves up to it and want, causes us to want what he wants us to want. In doing this, radio audience, we become benefactors of the very heart of God. Amen. And the more that we can understand and yield to, it's easy when you want that orange and you see what God does so your child can see you in the hero in the child's eyes. When we love one another, we love God, we love one another. He causes us to, he constrains us to change this planet with just kindnesses. I have a a knack that God just laid on my heart. You know when you're walking down the street and uh, you greet one another, hello, hello, 
And you, mm-hmm. generally, most generally, people will smile. Well, men have a challenge with that. They nod their head and and uh, make a gesture. Mm-hmm. So they don't. Most of them, I believe, they don't want to be perceived as flirting, whatever. But what what I'm what I'm trying to say is, what you give out, you get back. When that person, mm-hmm. with your gesture, that person automatically, 85% of the time, they will smile and then say whatever they're going to say. Just mm-hmm. because you acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. When all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path, it is God's love that causes us to be open to do what it is that he wants us to do. First, to love him and allow him to be drawn by his love. And as we obey and yield to that that tugging of our hearts, he teaches us how to walk in the pathway chooses for us. Amen. Because when you smile at that person, they smile back. And so what I do is I stop and I turn and I say, thank you for that smile. And what it does, it changes the atmosphere. Amen. Time is up. God wants us to be in that atmosphere of not only receiving love, but it automatically flows out of you into a lost and dying world out here. Amen. Our time is up, Ella. Well, radio audience, love somebody with just a smile. You'll do yourself a world of good. Amen. And you certainly are allowing God to be God inside of you. So we pray tonight, as Sister Renetta brings us to a close, know that the love that you experience in every tribute of your life comes from God. Give him thanks for it, will you? God love you. Sister Renetta. Amen. God love you. And invite a friend to come and listen to this message. And uh, come back and join us next Saturday at 11 p.m. And may this week be full of the impact of God's love in your life and through Mm. your life. And if you don't know God and if you don't know the love of God, I pray that you encounter for the first time the love of Jesus Christ through the message of the gospel that Jesus is the Son of God who came into the earth to die for you. For your sin. The penalty of sin is paid and you don't have to pay it any longer. And then he rose on the third day to grant unto you eternal life because you believed upon him. And we will see you next week. God bless. God night all. God night.